0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Darryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we conclude Psalm 119 as the psalmist cries out to God with his whole heart. He prays that God will revive him and declares that the law is his delight. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Today we conclude this Psalm that is the
0: longest in the Bible and the longest chapter in the Bible. It has so much to say about the value of loving, knowing, and keeping God's Word. As I've said before, it is an acrostic with each stanza of eight verses, beginning with the same letter of the Hebrew alphabet. In 176 verses, it covers all 22 letters. We now come to the Hebrew letter, Qoph, verse 145. I cry out with my whole heart, hear me, O Lord, I will keep your statutes. I cry out to you, save me, and I will keep your testimonies. So he cries out now with his whole heart. John Bunyan, author of Pilgrim's Progress, said in prayer, it is better to have a heart without words than words without a heart. We're not impressing God just to speak our words if our heart is not in it. So he cries out with his whole heart and says, hear me, I will keep your statutes. Save me, I will keep your testimonies. And so not only is he praying with his whole heart, but he is dedicating himself to keep the word of the Lord. And that is a good way to come before God, before his throne of grace in petition. I rise before the dawning of the morning and cry for help. I hope in your word, my eyes are awake through the night watches that I may meditate on your word. So he gets up before dawn to cry for help from God. And I can relate to that. I get up early in the morning. I I usually can't sleep that long anyway, but I find those early morning hours to be the best to spend time in prayer. He says, my eyes are awake through the night watches. There were four night watches, each lasting three hours where you'd keep an eye out for the enemy. And through these, he would spend time meditating on the word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness. O Lord, revive me according to your justice. They draw near who follow after wickedness. They are far from your law. So hear my voice according to your loving kindness. Now he could appeal to God's loving kindness, knowing that he would come and listen to him as a good physician would listen to his patient. Revive me according to your justice. Since the psalmist resolved to keep God's word, he could appeal to God's justice and righteousness to revive him. Now, in this psalm, he has already prayed for the Lord to revive him five times. But in these last four stanzas, that is the last 32 verses, he repeats this petition Four more times. As he nears the end of the psalm, his plea to be revived seems even more intense. I am impressed that he doesn't ask for vengeance against his enemies or even that God would change others, but that he would be personally revived to follow the Lord's commandments more completely. I think the greatest need in the United States today is for a national revival. But this begins as we each cry out in desperation for personal revival and we resolve to love, to know, and to keep the Lord's commandment if we will do our part. then we can trust God to revive us according to his justice. The wicked draw near to me, but they are far from your law. So he felt the wicked pressing in on him, but he could say they are pressing in on me, but they're far from you, God. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are truth. Concerning your testimonies, I have known of old that you have founded them forever. Do you know that the Lord is near? I think that's one of the best things that we can keep our mind on is just his presence, the nearness of his presence. Yahweh Shama means the Lord is there. So he says, all your commandments are truth. Not just that they are true, but the commandments of God taken together embody truth. You have founded your testimonies forever. Next Hebrew letter, Reish, verse 153. Consider my affliction and deliver me for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Revive me according to your word. So he wants God to consider the afflictions. He is going through and deliver him from them. He wants God to plead his cause before his enemies and redeem him. This idea of redemption is that one would pay the price. A kinsman redeemer would come and pay your debt that you could not pay. And finally, he says, revive me according to your word. Second time he asked God to revive him in this last part of the psalm. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great are your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your judgments. So salvation is far from the wicked. They live their lives for themselves, not knowing that they will suddenly be gone. And it is far from them because they refuse to seek God's word. Great are your tender mercies. Revive me according to your judgments. Third time, he says that many are my persecutors and my enemies. Yet I do not turn from your testimonies. I see the treacherous and am disgusted because they do not keep your word. So this has been the threat to him throughout the psalm that he has many persecutors. He has many enemies. Jesus said, look, The world hated me. If it hated me, it will hate you too. So we can expect that. Yet I do not turn from your testimonies. So there's lots of pressure to conform to the world. Uh, A lot of attack against his righteousness. Yet he would not turn from the righteousness that he had by keeping God's word. I am disgusted by the treacherous. There are things that evil people do that should cause us to be disgusted. Consider How I love your precepts. Revive me, O Lord, according to your loving kindness. The entirety of your word is truth. And every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. So consider how I love your precepts, he says. God sees and knows our hearts. He knows whether or not we value his word. If we love the word of God, then we will love the God of the word. And if we love God, then we will keep his commandments. Revive me according to your loving kindness. Fourth time, he prays for God to revive him. Now, this is perhaps the greatest appeal. We pray on the basis of God's loving kindness. Jesus said that the Father loves those who believe in him, even as he loves his own son. If we ask God to revive us according to the love that he has for us, then don't you think that he will? What if everyone in the church were to pray this? How might we turn the world upside down as they did in the apostolic church? Every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. That's what Jesus said. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Next Hebrew letter, Sheen, verse 161. Princes persecute me without a cause, but my heart stands in awe of your word. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. So the princes are even persecuting him. Now, what is the source of our warfare, our conflict? Ephesians 6.12 says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Our tendency is to think that it is a battle against people, but God says, no, it's not. It's against these spiritual forces of darkness. But my heart stands in awe of your word. It is love for the word, respect for it, that is going to be our greatest weapon. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. He says this quite a bit in this psalm, his love for the word, loving it more even than silver and gold. I hate and abhor lying, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous judgments. Now Daniel prayed three times daily, but the psalmist praised the Lord seven times a day. In the New Testament, we are told to pray without ceasing. Now, that doesn't mean we are muttering 24-7, but that we are always aware of God's presence and walk in an attitude of praise and prayer, speaking to Him throughout the day, seeking His wisdom and counsel, and making melody in our hearts to the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing causes them to stumble Lord, I hope for your salvation and I do your commandments. So we do have great peace as we keep God's word. Isaiah 26, three says you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. I hope for your salvation and do your commandments. Well, guess what? If we keep the commandments of God, we can trust that God will save us. My soul keeps your testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I keep your precepts and your testimonies, for all my ways are before you. Next Hebrew letter, ta verse 169. Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your word. My lips shall utter praise for you teach me your statutes. My tongue shall speak of your word for all your commandments are righteousness. So he has given his lips to utter praise and his tongue to speak to others about the word of God. And that is a great use of those faculties. Let your hand become my help for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord. And your law is my delight. Now, if the Lord's hand comes to our aid, then we're going to be okay. He upholds us with his righteous right hand. And he says, your law is my delight, which has been the theme of this entire psalm. Let my soul live and it shall praise you and let your judgments help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. So let my soul live so that I may praise you. And it's interesting that he ends this by saying, I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Now he knew himself. He loved the Lord. He loved his word, but he also knew that he was prone to stray. There is that hymn that says, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it prone to leave the God I love. Isaiah 53, 6 says that all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has, has laid on him the iniquity of us all. But he said, seek your servant. Now, have you ever watched children play hide and seek? They are hiding, but they want to be found. Now, we may have wandered from our good shepherd and from his flock. But if we are truly his, then we want him to seek and find us. And with that, the psalmist ends this amazing psalm having covered the 22 letters of the hebrew alphabet and extolling the word of god and the blessings that come
1: to all who treasure it you've been listening to simply the bible the through to bible teaching program of pastor daryl zachman of calvary chapel treasure valley for more information about our church please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll look at two Psalms. Psalm 120 is a cry for deliverance from the treacherous. Psalm 121 is an encouragement about God's protection. Both are songs of ascents. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.